At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in, grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in. It's the one-hour show, constantly speaking facts. Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt. And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style. Jake is going to educate you, he has that knowledge on fire. Players, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, the sports show that educates and entertains, presented by the Up On Game Podcast Network. It's your boy, Jimmy J, my guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sarek, and Statbat Robinson. We are a week and a half from the NBA playoffs, so we had like a Super Bowl in between week. This is almost like the NBA playoffs in between week, right? Like we have one more episode before the playoffs start, so we got, you know, I don't know. You got the whole time to play. Next week's episode will actually be like right when the play-ins start too. Right, right. So it'll it'll be a good episode. But for this week, we got a nice calm one. I guarantee how you guys been watching the end of the – I know you guys have. You guys are fighting for it. But we're we're not really fighting for playoff seating anymore. Or or MVP seating. No one on that team has any MVP (laughs) balladry. No, no, no. It's all good. I'm glad glad you brought the fire today, though. I'm I'm glad you over there brought the fire today, though. I'm I'm actually mad because behind the scenes, I had the first overall pick, and then something happened to where I'm now the the last pick. We'll explain. I think it got rigged in some Patrick Ewing-type envelope. I don't know. 
This doesn't have luck with the ping pong balls. But yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I'm glad you brought the fire because I'm, I'm in an argumentative mood. And before we get into our actual episode, I do want to post something because I was fighting for my life today at work, fighting for my life today. And I need to know your opinion. I want to know everyone's opinion out there. When it comes to just condiments on your cheesesteak, how do you how do you get your cheesesteak? And the options were mayo, oh, <laughs> oh, ketchup, or no condiment. Like aside from like any As onion, ju- cheese, onions, literally, and, and those, no, literally not, not those are your that. three options. No, yeah. no, that because the first argument was does mayo belong on a cheesesteak? That's a hard no from me. Hell no. Thank you. That, 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 that's got the same energy as pineapple on pizza. So I, that's, I can't. Honestly, that's worse. And then I got I got slammed because I put ketchup on my cheesesteak, which is absolutely unheard of. To no, me. you shouldn't get slammed. Absolutely unheard of to me. Not for me, but it's understandable. And I, I understand the argument if you have a, you know, if the cheesesteak's good enough, it doesn't need ketchup. It's like, it's like putting A1 on, on, a, on a steak. Yeah. People getting out of hand now. A one is steak sauce. It is a so cheesesteak. I don't under I don't understand. Uh, here, here's what I'll say. So that so then that's where the three choices came out. So, what, what, what's your, I don't think it? here's what I'll say. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Not going to because no, I don't think this any, is all to ruffle feathers. So. No, I don't think you're wrong for doing whatever. Me personally, I've actually just the only reason. Usually, I would say mayo does not belong in a cheesesteak. Oh, steak. don't do it. However, oh, don't do it. When you are uh, lactose intolerant or whatever I am, I don't eat dairy, mm. so. My cheesesteak is either going to be incredibly dry or I got to do something. Uh, well, it's just really a steak steak, yeah. not even cheesesteak. So I do put mayo on it and it is good. However, if, mean, you, you if, you're, if you're turning you your hand, I, I'm, not the, I'm not the typical case. I never did before that. So maybe that, that's where I lie. But Kyle, talk some sense to the people, please. Ketchup. Like, I don't know why you got dogged for picking ketchup. Because that's like right, a, you shouldn't get normal to, to me. me that's unheard a, of. To that me. is normal. It's like ketchup yeah. or nothing. Mayo is the weird one to me. I'm not gonna diss anyone that thinks about mayo. I'm dissing. The funny thing Why is, like, so we had James. James tweeted that today. We had the same exact argument at my work the day before. It's a hot work. It seems day. like you had a heated debate. But we were just going around, and someone said oh, mayo. No, no, we're no, like, no. People, but, I, I had to take a break from people. Do you like mayo on other things, or are you mayo? Mayo. Get, miss me with all okay so mayo. you're just anti-mayo hey, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-mayo too yeah, okay so now we, we found well, the like, genesis of the well yes of the passion yes, of argument but it also doesn't belong on a cheesesteak like it's like like there's worse things out there. James is trying to talk this through, so he's going to come back tomorrow with some heat. He's going to have some pointers for these guys. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like right. <laughs> mayo I'm a, I'm goes a, with a, like deli meat. Yeah. It doesn't go with like Cheese, you like could put hot, it. I don't do it. Here, ready? Meal. You here? This is the last thing I'll say on the matter. If you want to level up, like a breakfast, anytime you're toasting like buns or something, I didn't know. You mayo, bang, face down on the pan. Butter, Let me butter, See, butter, same like thing. It. It's just but mayo, mayo gives you a little, a little bit more of a crisp and a crunch. I'm telling you, it'll don't, don't miss it'll me change your life. Don't bring, don't bring mayo my way. Don't, don't put it on my cheesesteak. Don't put nothing. I don't need it. There's other condiments out there. I don't need mayo. I don't need. I'm cream. surprised someone thought ketchup was weird. Cause that seems normal to me. It's just so gr- it's it's all it's all so gross. Anyway, sports. We'll 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 get back to sports. We mentioned that we were in an in between week, um, so we thought we'd have some fun with this episode. And it was Kyle's idea. It was a great idea. So we're gonna run with it. We're gonna do a draft, but not just any draft. A, a special draft of players you'd want in the playoffs, and it's of playoff teams. So we got one through eight in the East, one through eight in the West that you have at your disposal. 
and we're picking who you, who you the five you'd want to go to war with in the playoffs. And I know we left this to be like really subjective, but like for example of why this is maybe different than just a straight up like picking of overall talent, I like you couldn't hold me at gunpoint and have me get Rudy Gobert on my team. That's maybe a little bit of a spoiler. There are players out there that I just simply don't trust in the playoffs who are good players. So that's where I think some of the variation will come and in. It's again, also, again, more polite than me. I'm not going to justify also talking not picking Rudy Gobert. This season, and the playoffs are two weeks away. We yep. know a ton of stuff about the NBA yeah. right now and what we think is going to happen. The there playoffs. are some players that I'm not afraid to, to go and get that aren't top, top, top of the line players because we're talking about the playoffs. I won't give away too much. As you guys all know, Kyle cheated and rigged the system. He got the first pick. Oh, this is this is like this is like when when the Cavs got the it, first pick and got Kyrie. It actually, I, I just, couldn't have been more fair. Everyone had that's a debatable. Pick. I didn't. I didn't see the website he picked. That's all I'm gonna say. I think this is why would just he knew how to navigate and everything. Anyway, Kyle with the first pick in the straight facts playoff draft. Kyle Sirik selects the greatest player in the world, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, and that's and and undoubtedly, and and that is and that is. A very very smart pick for the first overall pick, and Jake, you're 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 keeping this, you're keeping track. Two time champion. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Been really to every single round in the playoffs in the East. Now he's in the East. He's been to the second round last year. He's ready to make a run. I know they're at low seed right now, but I think the Nets have a shot to make a run. And if there's one player probably in the league, I want it's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean. It, Easy money, the Slim Reaper. Can't he, start wrong with that one. He is he is a toenail short of of maybe winning a championship. I know that was projecting a round over, but I mean, if he doesn't wear a size fourteen shoe or whatever he wears, they beat the they beat the Bucks. They go to the finals, and who and who knows what happens after that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still think he's a a top three to five scorer that this game's ever seen, and in the playoffs, it gets personified. Man, I think he's one. Yeah, he's he's in there. He's in there. Since he left OKC, really, like we talk about big moments all the time. He probably, in terms of at least NBA finals or Easter or conference finals, Mm -hmm. he has to be number one. I know I said Giannis. I think he eventually will get there. But right now, KD, good pick. Right. Okay. So Kyle gets – are we naming our teams, by the way? No. No. Team, you team Kyle. Losing team. I'm, I'm not going to be the corny one and just be the only one to name my team. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, the second pick in a straight backs playoff draft, James selects Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek, the Greek freak. I mean, it was, to be honest, I told you this off camera, Kyle. Um, I had two players in mind. If you went one, I went with the other. It I was, knew exactly who It was Kevin Durant and Giannis. No surprises here. Yeah, it's, 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 and we might not see some in the first round, but I'm but interested when this draft goes further. What's how who we're going to get. Um, but for Giannis, I saw him do it to my team in the finals last year. Just You want to talk about um, just the, the ability to take over the game and, and, and be dominant and unstoppable in any facet of, of the game. And now that he has a working jump shot, like it's not just, you know, he puts him up. Like, now that he actually has a, a fluid, smooth jump shot, when the game slows down in the playoffs, Giannis knows how to play, and he can just he, he can do it in, in any way possible. He, he should have absolutely torn every ligament in his knee last year, and then he came back, gave my team two 40-point games and a 50-point so like it was The, the devil's advocate against Giannis is the fact that he's only done it in one postseason in his career. Well, like Durant's done it in multiple, but, like, right. everything about Giannis is that he's ascending. But Giannis, Giannis, Giannis did it. Beating the team who had the best record to end the regular season, and then also do it with his best second best player being Chris Middleton, not Steph Curry. Especially right and now, then Clay Thompson. at this moment, I think he's playing maybe the best basketball of his career. It's nuts. He's 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 and he's right in there in that MVP race. All right, with the third pick in the straight facts playoffs draft, Stat Matt selects 
Joel Hans and Bede. He has to write out about it once. That hurts Jake. That hurts Jake as he has to type it down. I actually didn't think you. All right. It's one. I think you got to get a center early. You got yeah. Because because there's a drop off once you hit like towns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got my center. He's the best center in the league. He's going to be the first center to lead the league in scoring since Shaq. He'll be the first center to have 30 points per game in a season since Moses Malone. Mm-hmm. Another six are great. My favorite sportsman of my entire adult life. I'm very happy he fell to three, just like I'm very happy he fell to three in 2014 for the Sixers. There you go. Oh, good stuff. What is team, putting it all together? I want to know, what does Team Matt say about the fact that his number one overall pick's never been past the second round? He had Ben Simmons on his team. <laughs> Fair wow. That's a good answer. Probably the best answer. <laughs> the you best answer you could have yeah. you could have given. All right. And the last pick <laughs> of the first round. No, no, but okay. But with the fourth pick of the straight facts playoff draft, Jake selects. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I I just want to first say I'm grateful. I'm actually grateful that I fell to four because it allows me to make this pick with a clearer conscience than if Joel Embiid was not off the board already. Gotta go with Nikola Jokic. Wow. Yeah, I did it. Gotta go with Nikola Jokic. Yeah, he did, did it. it. Uh, I agree. I look, agree and, you have to go with And I, I know that and I, even after this episode concludes, I will still champion Joel Embiid over Nikola Jokic. I think that it was right in the order that of which they went. That being said, we cannot forget what Nikola Jokic has done the last two years, as well as in the playoffs. You remember that marathon of a game and series, really, 
um, that he had against the Jazz where, like, they're going into OT, he's playing every minute, and he's still the same guy. So I think in terms of playoff and, and, and that, that aspect of the playoff toughness, he checks those boxes. Um, and obviously, as, as like a guy who kind of runs the offense and he can really do whatever you want, I'm happy with this pick as much as I have been his, uh, I don't know, you have, his, his you opposition have been, all year. You have been his opposition, but you've been his opposition sticking up for your player, who I believe you're right to stick up for. So, you know, as much as I know that that probably does pain you to pick Jokic, that pains me. You, you would be even, you'd be in even more pain rounds two, three, four, or five when you realize you don't have a setter, and da da da, who's staring you in the face? <laughs> Probably Rudy Gobert or Towns or somebody. Yeah, this is. Gobert. I've been vetted through fantasy sports where it's like I'm on the clock, and the only person who remotely has any value is like a Dallas Cowboy or something, and I just have to eat. Just have to eat it. Yeah. Just have to do it sometimes. So we'll take we'll take you. Right. All right. So snake draft. We're gonna do it right. So Jake, you're gonna go back, and you have now the first pick of the second round. So you now select with your second pick. Uh, I'm going to take a guy who we spoke about in the MVP afterthought. I don't know if afterthought's the right word. MVP uh, honorable mentions. We'll say Ooh. last episode. I'm gonna go with Luka Doncic that's here. That's a good uh, pick at number five. Oh, that's, that's a, good a pick. really uh, good pick. Oh, took mine. I know, me too. That's a really. good I think pick. he definitely is the value pick of the draft. And when you look at guards, uh, guys who can again do it all, uh, he he is the first person to come to mind. He's playoff proven at a young age. And when you talk about the two that I've acquired here, mm. with Luka and Jokic, when you talk about as I, if I'm a wing defender, and I'm not oh. sure if you guys are familiar with like a hell loop something you just, yeah. you know, you're a bad person, this gets played over and over again. That's a playoff series in a pick and roll. I was about to say, the, the pick and roll, you are going to absolutely bully people in a pick and roll. You just can't choose correctly. Like, anything that you choose is wrong, and that's run a hundred times. So, like, I, I love this pairing, and I'm happy with my two. There you go. There you go. Matt, you are now the second pick of the second round. You select Stephen Curry. Yeah, yeah. I got to go even with the, Even with the injury. Even, even with, with the injury. injury. Okay. Because um, this is this year's playoffs we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Playoffs. Right, right. Uh, there's not much to say about Steph Curry but other than his health, but he'll be back to the playoffs. He, in 2016, was hurt in the playoffs too, and he was great up until the finals. Um, I love the pick-and-roll game that could happen with him and Embiid. Just that duo, it's unguardable, mm-hmm. honestly, having him and Embiid. And there, and Embiid's strong uh, defense inside makes up for the fact that Steph's perimeter defense isn't that great. So if someone gets by Steph, Embiid can block him. Okay, all right. I yeah. like I like the Steph Curry pick. I was never gonna take him. Never I was I was Curry. gonna shy away because of the playoffs. hand. But if it, if it fell to me, if he fell to me, absolutely, I would have picked him if he fell to me. The problem is you're about to take who I think I want to take. So really, because I I don't know why I th- why do I think my pick's a little bit out of the box who I'm about to go. Go for it. Um, but my second pick is Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's who you want to get. That's, that's the best. I like best pick. it. I like it. I, by far the best. I, pick. I, I like it. You want to <laughs> talk about a dude who who cemented himself in the superstar category this year? And we we I think we're one of the first podcast shows to say that if the Celtics want to win, everyone else has to play defense and Jason Tatum and Jaden Brown, Jalen Brown's just got to score 30 to 35 every night. And that's exactly what they're doing. Like that, that's literally the mantra of their team right now. And I've seen Jason Tatum, although it doesn't go in the history books, he did put up 60 mm-hmm. in a playing game last year. I know he's got big, you know, he, he can perform in those big moments. A guy who's been in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times. He talked on LeBron in the playoffs. Okay, so we, he's valid. He's valid. I love the pick. 
that's my number two. He also put up 50 in a playoff, an actual playoff yeah, game also, last year. Come on, man. Like, cool. And I think everyone's reaction shows you just, like, the premium that's put on wing scoring, bigger wings who mm-hmm. can score at will. There's not a ton of them. So, I yeah. can move him. I know we're not going to draft a bench. If I had a, a hypothetical bench, I can move him to a three, to a four yeah. if I want to go real small. Like, it can, it can get real funky with Jason Tatum. But, Kyle – Go ahead. Your second pick now that I took yours. Going into the second round, I had my eyes on two guys, Luka and Tatum. Yeah. Figured I wasn't going to get Luka. I thought when Matt took Steph, I was going to get Tatum. I'm taking D-Book, though. Yeah. It's gotta, gotta Which I thought you were going to take. Scoring. That's yeah. your team. You're not taking Devin Booker, but that's fine. I got KD and D-Book like on my explosion. team now. So my team is just going to get buckets, buckets on you. We're buckets. going to worry about defense probably rounds three, four, and five. KD plays some defense. Booker mm-hmm. maybe a little liability in the playoffs. But I know my team's scoring, so I'm happy with this pick. Yeah, actually. I mean, it was, I wanted wing scoring next because I got my my big. Um, it was between those two in my mind. It's just Devin Booker I saw go inconsistent in the in the play, especially in the finals last year. And then uh, Jason Tatum, I know he hasn't had a you know a deep playoff run like that very recently, but he doesn't go cold in stretches like that that Devin Booker does. But I mean, oh, I, 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 I not like I don't trust yeah. D book. That's a good pick. So now Kyle will spin back around. Yeah, third round, first only, pick. That's crazy. I know, I know, no, because I was really only thinking about one yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta hurry up too. I gotta, I gotta prepare too. Yeah, Go I think ahead. the other guy. Oh man, we're really gonna struggle on defense. But just because how fun this team would be together, I'm a GM that we might just go full offense mode. And I know you need defense in the playoffs, but I'm gonna take John Morant. I'm gonna take John Morant. So okay. now I got John Morant. D-Book, Kevin Durant. You're playing fast. We You're were ta- fast. Jake was talking about where you really don't want Gobert. I might want Gobert. You might. I, this, I need, yeah, I need someone that could You got buckets. <laughs> on the, you got buckets. It's just you're going to have no no paint scoring. We'll see what happens when we get there. But three rounds in, I'm KD, book job. I'm happy. You yeah. have versatility with KD, too. Right. Like, you can't you can put him at also, three or four. Like, for the job pick, like, maybe people think that is too high. Um, If you're going overall, that was the ninth pick going into these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look at the list yourself. See where you would grade Ja. Because looking at some of these teams, I mean, there's a couple guys up there, but John Morant's been a bucket this year. His team is playing amazing. They're set up to make a playoff run. We're talking about this year's playoffs. I'm going to go with John Morant. I mean, I, this is a guy who's – and he's an all-star star, all-star starter. So if you put it in that logic, that's top 10 in the NBA, right? So, I mean, I, I don't think you – and Ron were taking a leap. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know if I would have. If I would have picked him, it's not a bad pick. Like now that you actually well, picked them and actually hear it out loud, it's not a bad pick as your third player. Yeah. Like you know what I mean to get to get John Moran as your, so here, in your third round. Here's where kinda, the it's kind of crazy, right? Here's where the playoffs really play into it. Uh, th- that angle of it really plays into it for me because there's another guy who I would have taken here. Strictly talking about who I trust in the playoffs, and I have a feeling I'll let it go to you, James, that he might not be on the board for much longer. What? What? Oh. oh, oh. For, I don't know. I don't, want, I don't want to talk you into anything. My my third pick, I, I could go a couple ways with this. I really could. Psych, no. My, <laughs> <laughs> my third pick, and I'm so glad he fell into the third round. Give me Chris Paul. Give me the point guard. Is that who you were talking about, Jake? Give yes. Me, yeah, absolutely. Oh, a guy who's had success in the playoffs that's never won anything? Uh, don't, don't let him. I'm not gonna let him ruin this. Book I'm not even gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna let him ruin uh, this book for me. I'm not gonna let him ruin this book for me. I'm I'm gonna focus on the guy who captained the ship. To the guy, to the team who had the best record at the end of the regular season last year, a 60 win three, 63 win team this year, took them to the finals, was up 2-0 on the Bucks and all that. And I mean, it's it's the ultimate maestro. I know you got a great pick and roll situation there with Luca and Embiid, and I don't necessarily have that with Giannis. But what I do have is a player who, who masters the pace of the game. And he's and, got Luca and Jokic. I got Embiid. Luca, so. Luca and Jokic. Sorry, sorry. But um, to to 
I have a guy who masters the pace of the game, and especially in the playoffs, uh, he's going to be able to get everybody into their spot. And he's going to know, you know, how to how to maneuver with Giannis in that offense. I mean, obviously, I'm going to get Chris Paul. Thank you, y'all, for for because actually, really, yeah, just thank you, Jake, because he's the only one who'd be spiteful enough to. Take I was him. going to pick him if you did not pick him. He was. Oh, there's no way I'm letting him slide past. Yeah, Matt's already got Steph, no way. Yeah. so Matt probably wouldn't have taken CP. And and to be honest, Matt taking Steph sparked my. Point guard, and we're like, uh oh, point yo, guards are starting to go. Yeah, guards Run are starting to go. I don't, and then he picked John, like, absolutely not. Can't, can't play with it no more. <laughs> can't play with it no more. So, Chris Paul, um, is mine. So now it goes to Matt. Matt, the 11th third round, third pick. I, I, I have some decisions to think about. Uh, let me, I might shoot on this and go. Little early. No, I, like not, I can't do it. I got to go Jimmy Butler. Good. Oh, good, good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. I almost got too smart. I was between him and Ja. So. Yeah. yeah good I, pick. Great playoff pick. Like, I, I want everyone to, like, people who are listening, because there are going to be some people out there, you say, Jimmy Butler, when, when so-and-so is on the board and so-and-so is on the board, Jimmy Butler, two years ago, this guy led an improbable Heat team through the playoffs, took out my best player on my team, took out Everybody, everyone's best player and went to a bubble championship against the Lakers. Like a, a tremendous playoff pick by you. And he re- people forget he was horrible in the playoffs last year in four games, though. But only sweep of the whole playoffs. Yeah. Uh, with the Sixers in 2019, he was the best Sixer in that Raptor series. And Bede was sick. Simmons was playoff Simmons. Butler carried us through game two, and he carried us through game six. Because – Embiid was just not right that series with his illness, and Marcus Hull is great defensively. Butler carried them to Game 7, carried them in the fourth quarter of Game 7 as well, and then obviously what he did with the Heat in the bubble was great. And the Heat have the best record in the East. Like, the Heat aren't just like, he's led the Heat. He's been the best player on the team with the best record in the East. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with my Jimmy Butler pick. That's a good pick. You should be. You should that, was be. A, that was the right pick. You should, you should be. Um, Jake, two third pack. round. Yeah, two-pack. Third round, fourth pick. This is where the champion. He was quiet too. that whole time Matt was explaining his dunk, and then he dialed in. And to be honest, I saw you get quiet, and I started to dial into my next pick. Like, I got I to know who I want. As we've gone through the draft, the side, the, the crosstalk does die down because it's really – this is like <laughs> – like, honestly, it's all well and good to pick your favorite superstar, to have a superstar because of X, Y, Z. But when it comes down to it, what will make or break a team is your weakest link. So, like, yeah. these third, fourth, fifth round picks, like – in my opinion, those are the guys you you have to hit on because you know your your superstar is going to give you some stuff. Yeah. That being said, I, I might get a little funky with one yeah. of these two picks. Okay, go ahead. First one I think is a no-brainer. It's really just a matter of do I want to structure my team this way? I don't think at this point I have any other uh, option. Has to be Kyrie Irving. When we're talking about okay. playoffs, mm-hmm. when Good we're pick. talking Good about pick. big moments, guys who I trust – Forget what you think about him as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, dude yeah. can put the ball in the hoop. It does not matter the conditions of did, who's in his face, whatever. Yeah. Did it again last night against what, the Wizards? Uh, I'm not sure against maybe something like that. But he, he had a bad, great game. Bad team, bad team. Rockets, um, Rockets, Rockets. But, yeah, I mean, look, a, a guy who has been at the top of the top and is another kind of ball handler that, honestly, I would want Luka to have the ball for the majority of the game, but late game situations – We've got our closer. We've got our guy to go to. Uh, one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals yeah, history is, is NBA. Yeah, in NBA history is is, is Kyrie Irving. Um, you got to give it to him. Like I, I, that's another a really good pick by you. I don't know if you guys are doing this as well. 
I'm I'm like kind of pinning my team against yours here. I'm not saying like I got to get the matchups right, but I'm like, oh, he's got so and so. I can't I be actually, lacking in this category. Talking about that, I was actually gonna say we should stop right now. Let's do, a yep, exactly. Let's do a little poll exactly. between us who we think has the best team. All right, Jake, read off, read off the, the audience the first on who three everyone teams. has. Read yeah. off the first three players on everyone's team. So we have Kyle, who had the number one pick. He has KD, Booker, and Morant. Okay. We go down to James. Got a little bit more size. Giannis, Tatum, CP3. I love it. Third pick was Matt, who got Embiid, the MVP. He also <laughs> got Steph and Jimmy Butler. Good, some, you have a good team. You some playoff team. strength. And then you have my team with all of my Banes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Luka, Jokic, Kyrie. Who has the best team? You can't vote for yourself. How about this? Can't vote for yourself. James, who has the best team? You can't vote for yourself. I got a team in front of me again. So, so. I got my vote. Matt, you can go first then. Matt, are you going first? James says, okay. You have the best team? One for James. James, you're up. Matt, I like. I knew you were going to do I was going to make you guys vote first anyway. Yeah, yeah, I I really like Matt's team. Yeah, I'll go next. We got one vote, or Matt, one vote, James. I'm going to say. Matt has the better one. But uh, yo, you're, you're the caveat. It's tough because like I think Steph's gonna be fine in the playoffs. Like this Warriors team has really been the talk all year. That was like Suns broke away at the end, but the Warriors are looking to make a playoff run. Yeah. So I think that's a fine pick. Yeah, so I am it's funny that it ends up like this. I'm gonna I was gonna go with James if I was the first person to ask, not just because it breaks down two v two. Like I think James's lineup is probably the one that I would pick at this point. And uh, Kyle, you and I got no picks, and I know, I know, my next pick is not going to help me in the in the public court of opinion. However, I Why think would, it's a, but you think it's a good pick. I, I think it's as a good long pick. as you can justify your next pick. Like we, we you know, just give me the facts behind right. your next pick. So the fourth round is started. The first round, fourth round is Jake's started. Jake's on the clock. Snake trap. You got first. Jake, one. Jake, first pick of the fourth round. So this is more based off of now. I'm looking at holes. Now I'm looking right, at right, what right, do right, I need to fill? fill? What do I need to supplement? And one thing, like I've knocked all year, and I think is true, Jokic is not a defensive big man. Yeah. He's not. He's not a guy that's going to stick the other team's best big. He can't in the series, and I know that better than anyone. So the guy who I'm going to eat some crow on and put him in at the four slot, Triple J, my man Jaron Jackson That's not Jr. a terrible pick. That's, that's not, a surprise pick. That's a surprise pick, but it's not a terrible I mean, pick. I would say. Depoy candidate. He- At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He is right. He's a guy who can do a lot of things that Jokic can't, and as well as like, especially offensively, he's a guy who can just get out of the way, stand in the corner, be a guy who can get kicked to knock down a three. That's not really where we need you. Where we need you is every time that we're coming down the floor, you need to be the guy who's matching up against the Giannis's, against the Paul George type guy, against whoever it may be, who against Tatum. Now, let me let me pose it just as argument take devil's advocate. What makes you take him over Bam out of bio, who probably could do the same thing, but I think Bam is just a little bit more dynamic than Triple J can be. I, I think he you could make the case he's the better player. Um, Bam Adebayo is. The only issue is I don't think he fits as well with Nikola Jokic because of Bam. Fair, There's fair. a little bit of overlap there. I think Bam's a great facilitator for what he is. Fair, fair, um, yeah. Good defender in his own right. But right. I'm going to go with Triple J there. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You go. You got size. You're in control of rebounding. You're in control of boards for sure. Um, so now who goes? I'm losing my brain. Go it goes back to Matt, it. right? So I look at my team. I got Steph. I got Jimmy Butler. Both of them are good on the ball. And I've gotten beat, obviously, who's down low, and he's also good on the ball. So I'm looking at someone who can be an off-ball guy who's not that obsessed with scoring all the time, and I'm going to go with NBA champion Chris Middleton. Okay. Chris Middleton. That's not a bad pick. People forget. 50-40-90. People forget. (laughs) In the Eastern Conference Finals last year, Giannis went down. 2-2 series. Middleton's their best player. Game five, game six, they win the series. Cash money Middleton, People forget. Game four of the NBA Finals. They're down 2-1 to the Phoenix Suns. Middleton puts up 40 in a comeback win to tie up the series at two. Giannis wasn't Giannis at 26 that game. But Middleton, I think, is one of the most underrated players in the league, and he's very unselfish, and I think he fits very well. You team. want to talk about not the public eye not loving the pick but sticking with it? It's that one right there, and that's a good pick, man. No, that's, like, a, that's, that's an incredibly that good That is pick. a great pick, and to all my team's fans out there, I'm just going to say I'm going to have the worst team now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people keep taking the way it. I've structured my team, I need a wing. I was looking at the list of teams while you guys were going there. Uh, there weren't too many wings left, and I was like, I, I, need, need, a, I need a wing too. I so. need Chris Middleton. Uh, so, mm. yeah, anyone fans of Team Kyle, I'm sorry. I need a, I need a wing too. So, I, I'm, I'm the next pick. So, I, I look at I look at my team and structure. I have, a, I have a point guard. I got my Giannis and my big, and I'm still, whether he's going to be the four or five on my team, it's still up for debate how, you know, how this thing shakes out. And then I have Jason Tatum, who is going to be the two or three, depending on how this shakes out. But I want, I want another, like another wing player, another wing scorer, but I want a two-way guy. Jason Tatum's not a two-way guy, and I want a two-way guy. 
And I want a guy who's bounced back in the public eye, bounced back in my eye a lot for what he did in the playoffs last year. Give me Paul George, man. Oh, give me PG, Paul George. It's Kyle's again. I knew it was gonna be Kyle's again. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be Kyle's again. Um, I've I've officially stripped the pandemic P nickname from him. He's sick. <laughs> I've officially stripped the, the pandemic P nickname from him. Um, because what he did in the playoffs last year, he he deserves all the credit and more. He he brought that Clippers team to Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard. He's gonna come back come back this season. He already came back this season. First game drops thirty plus. Like he looks like he's gonna be the Paul George who we know can go get some buckets and another guy who can play in a slow pace. Loves the half court and man, I, I got myself a good bucket. I like that. So I think I'll play him. He's it's weird because he's low key taller than Tatum, but he plays the two. His natural guard position is the is the two guard. So you have a big team. I'm gonna I have yeah. a, a really big team. <laughs> But a, a team who's all, all proven itself. So I think I'll put I'll probably put him at the two, or, or put, yeah, put him at the two. Put Tatum at the three, and still have yet to see what I'm going to do with Giannis at the four or five. I got options though. I got options, but I like that. Kyle, last pick of the fourth round. We've we've put you into a corner. It's a tough. Bit. I mean, obviously, right now I'm looking at Morant D book. You really can't play D book at the three. So mm-hmm. I have a one two solidified. Then I have KD sitting there can play a three or a four. Tobias mm-hmm. Harris is available. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, uh, I was joking. I was no, joking. He, he, oh, I so was him. So was he. Yeah. So uh, was he. No, so I'm going to stroke the center position. I know I have back-to-back, so it doesn't know which one I pick first. But this guy deserves some respect as a fourth-rounder. So I'm going to go Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I'm surprised he yeah. lasted this long, well, so to be I, honest. I think you, if you, if I would have thought about the draft more, and I'll make this point after, actually, but if you think about this draft, you know Embiid and Jokic are going 1-2, so you can just let the center slot. Right, right. So I'm going to go Towns. I think it's a good pick. Uh, Towns and D-Book on the same team. That could work out. We they know we go. got some chemistry there. there, you go, there you go. We got KD. Uh, can't get a bucket. Can't play good defense in the playoffs. I believe in Towns this year. I think we talked about it last episode. He's taking a step up. And I'm really interested to see what he does in these playoffs because not only is he playing great basketball, but his mindset seems completely locked into basketball right now and winning. Winning seems to matter to him right now way more than it has before. I don't think you should downplay your team so much. You have Hoopers. You have all oh, hoopers. hoopers on your team. Pure Guys, Hooper team. Pure, yes. pure Hooper team. And that's dangerous. Like, that's 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 a team that you catch momentum a, a lot. Atlanta Hawks, you catch momentum in the playoffs. You just go on a roll where you can't miss. Everything is in a rhythm. You got guys who all love having fun on the court, yeah. who can all play loose. Oh, I like your squad. Oh, and my next pick's pretty good, too. I like your squad. Okay, so you round out your team right Four here. Fourth, fifth rounder. So, obviously... D-Book and Miranda mentioned. That's uh, are my two and my one. So those are shirt up. I got Cat at the five. Katie's a flex. We're going to play Katie at the four, which is fine. That works out. Okay. And we're going to play DeMar DeRozan yeah, at the three. He, it was between we're him. We're going to play DeMar yeah, DeRozan at pick, the three. Kyle. That was a good pick. <laughs> I was, it was for, for when I picked Paul George, it was between him or Paul George. Yeah. And, I, and I swayed Paul George. Hey, man. But we're looking at a MVP candidate the first half of the season. The Bulls kind of fell off. We know what happened with them. Still a good team. I still think, I mean, you look at the team. They have guys that have been to the playoffs before. Guys, Zach Levine's not a vet, but he's not young either, right? Vucevic has been there every year, first-round bounce, whatever. We have guys on this team that are experienced, and no one else on that team is more experienced in the playoffs than DeMar DeRozan. Mm. So I think they have a shot to make a run, and if they do, it's going to only be because of DeMar. So I think it's a good playoff pick. To round out my team, I'm taking it. Yeah. You got him? Okay. It's right back to me, huh? You could actually get weird. I was actually I thinking could give, I could, you could get I, weird. I, I could get weird. I was thinking Cat was going to make it back to you, and that would be a wrap. Like no one can. Like that would have been the perfect. But, yeah, but, like, but then it like I don't know. There's a, there's I could be like too tall and too big. I like, guess like, that's true. You know that is mean? a massive like, team. Yeah. That's a, that a is massive, massive team. team. But Paul George is a guard. Ask a wing. Ask 
He's still six nine. Right. Still six nine, six ten. Like like so I still don't have the smallest team, but I look at my team build and their positions. I have Chris Paul, who's obviously my point guard, but then I have Paul George and Tatum, who are absolute wing players. I'm not I'm not gonna put them down below. So when I look at someone, I gotta pair with Giannis. And do I want to go real big and go with center? No, because the only side of left and I'll take it. <laughs> what about his center? He works well with him. Yeah, he does work well with him. And, <laughs> and, and for that, for that, just shout out to Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez came back last night and had a great game too. I, you know, I love when Brooke Lopez. I do too. You know, what's love, he doing? What's he doing in twenty twenty two? I love what Brooke Lopez hoops. But he's what, a fun player to root for. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, but I just look down these teams, and it's really from two the pool of which we have to pick from. Like yeah. you can't. That's also kind of dictating, who, you know, who and where I go with. And for what I have, I think I'm going to go this way. I mentioned him earlier. I think I'm going to go Bam Adebayo. That's a good pick. And put him at the four, put Giannis at the five. And that's really interchangeable. And that's inter- we either, about, which, either one could go either one. Like, honestly, positionalist basketball doesn't – I'd say the center and the point guard are the two ones that get left out of that. Mm. But when you look at Giannis and Bam – I don't think either one of them is a true four or a true, true five, five, but they're one of them. And, so. and, and what I, what Bam allows me, one, another two-way player. I, I Pretty much all my players are two-way players. J- Jason Tatum is the worst defender on my team, and I'll, I'll take that. Um, and also, when, when you have Bam, he's not a big who's going to take up space for Giannis. Giannis still has room to operate. He, like Triple J, the same reason I mentioned him with him, can step out into the 17 to 19, 20-foot range and hit a kickout jumper or – if the offense isn't working, he gets it on a swing to be able to facilitate that big to big passing with Giannis. And, and my, my whole team can pass. My whole team can facilitate. My whole team can score if they want to. I, I like I like just how interchangeable, how dynamic my team can and, be. And to be fair, uh, granted, I think we all did. Like, I looked down like, oh, my team's pretty good. Like, oh, it seems we are picking like the, the 20, 20 best players. players. No, yeah, but, like, <laughs> but, 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 but I mean, this no, is, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like, I no, no. There can be bad picks. Like wait, they're 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 uh, trust me, I'm about to make one. Don't worry. <laughs> you still got one on you. All right, Matt. It's always you always know who's on deck because it's the one who's not talking. In, in the <laughs> I've heard Matt. Yeah, but Matt did quite some time. So uh, Matt, the your same, fifth pick. No, I have a lot of ways I can go. Go read Matt's team again. So his team is Embiid, Steph, Butler, and Middleton in terms of the rounds they were picked in chronological order. So the thing order. is, I don't have not to brag. I don't have many holes on my team. Um, we just and, went over this. You you were into yeah, the stats, yeah, but uh, we, we, all, we none of us do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I heard. I, uh, but like, I have shooting. I have defense. The one thing I'm a little lacking in is passing. Okay, he's not gonna. So Uh-oh. I gotta go. Oh, you don't with like James it? Harden? Right. Ah. I was gonna say it would have been an absolute crime if we, because I wasn't going to pick him. It would have been a crime if no one picked him. I, I couldn't. And Triple J him. got picked. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And Triple J got picked. Dave's hard to make a pick. Um, no, I, I like it because also what it allows Steph to do. We know Steph doesn't always love being the one to bring the ball up court. Yeah. He likes getting in his spot and, and mm-hmm. getting catching the ball off a screen in rhythm. Steph off ball is really scary. Steph off ball is scary. And James Harden can now go into mm-hmm. facilitator mode. You have scoring with Steph. You have scoring with Middleton. You have inside scoring with Embiid. James Harden can be facilitator James Harden. Which- and Butler can just – be there. Just be like, there. Just like be the Jimmy Butler. Oh, guy. he'd be the. I, I'm gonna worry about I, yeah. scoring. All I gotta do is late game scoring when they double and beat. I gotta be ready for you, a kick out. Three. I will say, Matt's team's a little small. 
Yeah, I'm about to say, you, you are going you're to be play, feasted upon by JJJ. Are you going to play Chris Middleton in the fort? Chris Middleton at the fort, yeah. See, yeah. if I was picking that. Oh, oh, bam, meet him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, actually, bam, it's up. like tough. Like it's, it's like weird to say. But if I was picking there, I probably would have picked Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Just for the team. <laughs> it's weird to say Siakam <laughs> over Harden. I, I agree he might be a better fit. Harden's a better player, but oh Harden yeah, for his player. team though. I mean, Chris Middleton at the four. But for his team, because then, because then you picked Siakam, and now Steph has to be the ball hand, the primary ball handle on his team. That's fine. But Steph don't want to do that. That's not, that's not Steph at his greatest. I want Steph at his greatest. And Steph at his greatest is with James Harden having the ball in his hand first. I just like he ah. needs a facilitator on his team. Maybe Jimmy Butler can be that facilitator. But I like James Harden's facilitation. Yeah, like Butler's look at, look at Steph Harden. Look, look at Steph Curry without Draymond Green. Without the facilitator on the team, Steph Curry's not as good. Steph like, is he needs that. still the primary ball handler, though. Yeah, and but he, he has been his whole six career. Per game. Yeah, it, Harden's like, averaging 10.1. All right, we'll see. It, allow, it allows some we'll Steph to get yeah, Jimmy Butler at the we're three. Gonna, we're going to get the players. We will. We're going to see. No, because our fans are going to vote. Our fans our fans are going to vote. We know more than anyone, obviously. We know our fans. Our fans are the smartest fans in the world. Um. But I think Jimmy Butler might be where you get exploited a lot. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm big in that in that spot. Jake has size in that spot. Like, I got KD at the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, KD eat up Middleton. We go, we go see. I think. Go ahead. Man. This is this may be. Everyone have been waiting on this. Everyone's this could have potential to be pick of the draft material. Not that we, as we said, we'll ever find out. I mean, you got to make up for Jaron Jackson Jr. How about so we need. <laughs> uh, we need. <laughs> Probably still some three and D defensive stopper doesn't need the ball. We have a ton of guys who need the ball on my team. So we need someone who is going to defend on the wing and knock down jump shots. And I can't believe and this is this is this is this is like name value playing into why this guy hasn't been picked, in my opinion. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, 43% shooter, 19 mm. points per se- per game, perfectly fine at being the fifth or fourth option on the offense, and a guy who can go up and, and contest with any sort, sort of wing. It does fit into your team makeup gonna... and put it in that two spot. So I'm going to – And look, three spot. It doesn't feel great rattling off JJJ and Desmond Bean, but it is effective. <laughs> and also, shout out – I know I'm getting Matt V's vote. Matt I know I'm getting, 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 getting Matt V's vote. I got Ja, though. But Matt's yeah, got How we have three of the five Grizzlies starters? That's actually the surprise of the draft that three Grizzlies got taken. Well, they're the second second seed in the West. Yeah, I know. Second seed in the West. Um. But, I mean, here, here's what you do have. I, all you said with Desmond Bain, too, um, you have a guy who's going to play, like, going to play and do all the dirty work for your team. Like, that's – you got a guy, a guy who's not going to be afraid to get dirty. Like, I know Jokic does all the little stuff. Jaron Jackson Jr. does all the little stuff, too. But if you need a guy to be a pest, you need a guy to dive on the loose balls, you got to do all that. Like, you got you got Desmond Bain for that, too. And I, I was – so when we first started, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do something really funky. It didn't pan out this way. I was planning on taking Marcus Smart with this pick. No, I would. I would have loved if someone took Marcus Smart. I, was, I thought that was a really. I good was pick. close to picking Marcus Smart just because when you, you get more have, shooting with Desmond Bain, when though. you for sure, yeah. but like and Desmond Bain plays this role too. When you have all the stars like we do, you need someone who is going to do some, as you said, the little things, the stuff stars do well, not and don't want to do. Here's the thing: every championship run, there comes out to be a, a third and or fourth, fifth guy on the team that is like. They may not have done it all, but they don't win a championship with him. Bobby Portis. He didn't do it all, all right. but they don't win a championship all without Bobby Portis playing Tucker. his role. Or you may have that's not a bad pick. You you may have you may have the Bobby Portis if your team were going to win it. I'm Desmond going May through like in my head. Like if like, that's your you pick for like if a, that's that your role. reasoning in the pick. Yeah. 
And it's not a bad pick. I think there's guys like Mikhail Bridges you can throw around. Jay, Jay, you know what? Jalen Brown probably should be Jalen the pick Brown. there. Brown, that's yeah. what I he was needs thinking. the ball a little bit too much, in my opinion, to be he effective. He needs to score to be effective. That, that's the yeah. biggest thing when you put together these teams. Like, you have to think there's one basketball. And Joel Embiid's on his own team for like and, and puts up those stats because Joel Embiid doesn't play with Nikola Jokic. Now, here's, Jokic here's your question. You are the ultimate positionless basketball team. Yes. You have three guys who can play in the backcourt, but only two can really play in the backcourt. Who's between Luka, Kyrie, and Desmond Bain? Who's your backcourt? And who goes to the – I mean, like – It's got to be Kyrie and Luka, I think. Got to be, right? And then maybe it's, – it's it depends on team versus team because, like, Kyrie and Luka is all well and good on offense. But when we're staring down, like, a – Steph and Harden, or if we're staring down a, a CP3 and who'd you say PG13 or PG. Book and Morant, like yeah. on the defensive end, that's no fun. Like that's no fun. So I may be a little bit too offensive shifted, but I, I think anywhere the game goes, like that type build can kind of stick in. No, I, I, I hey, <laughs> there you go. Way to catch yourself. All right, I like playing. I like playing this game. Let's let's break down the teams a little bit too. Can, can we just talk about the players that didn't make the cut? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I'm just looking at win shares, and I'm not going to count Robert Williams because win shares is not a good stat sometimes. He's also hurt. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Rudy Gobert, not taken. Shocker. We got – Yeah, we, let's move taken. on. Let's move on. Trey Young, not taken. Kind of didn't count. Kind of, yeah. yeah he, he was the play guy. Yeah, They're ninth time. in the East. We had that little talk Mikel before. Bridges, we talked about. Donovan Mitchell, not taken. Donovan yeah, I mean, Mitchell. That's a big one. Jalen Brown, we yeah, talked about we him talked a little about, bit. Yeah. You guys are just striking Pascal. I mean, I think he's a money player. I don't yeah. think anyone's surprised that Pascal didn't get taken. Like, like, I, I, hey, if you told pick. me Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain got taken, <laughs> I would have said Pascal. Would that's why my team would work. Your team's got no form to We're going to leave this to a fan vote. No form to no Let's more see. to it. Um, who? Any other? Any other surprise snubs? Uh, Terry Rozier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can make it like a. It, there's too many good guards, but like Fred Van Vliet. That's the thing. Yeah. There's so many good guards. Darius Garland. Yeah, like Lamelo. All the fringe all stars. That's what like, I was yeah. going Ball. Yeah. 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 If I thought about this a little more, and I love having Moran on my team, I'm fine taking him. But when we were in the third round, and you guys were taking your picks, I was like, Darius Garland probably not going to be picked, and I would love to have him in the fifth round. So. Guys yeah. like him or Trey, yeah. it all it all really just, comes down to it. And, and they're good guys for the position. You have to think to yourself, though, can I justify taking Darius Garland over right. John Morant, over well, Trey Young, I over also, some of these guys? No. If he falls to me, that's my option. I'm so happy with Darius Garland. I'll take him on my team. But if I look over on the other team and, and John Morant's over there, and I'm like, Dad, I got a I chance honestly, to pick him. I'm not going to lie. I honestly would have rather have a fifth-round Garland than a third-round Morant looking back at this draft. It's all about value. Value? Value. It's value. Yeah. But with the player. And, like, like, this and, isn't a 32-team draft. It's a 14-team draft. It's a 14-team draft. But I also fumbled the bag because Harden was available at my fifth pick, so I could have left that point guard position up and taken Harden there. You could have. Mm. And, that, and that was – it's crazy. That's one thing that I know I didn't anticipate coming into a draft like this is your team makeup. Like, I have, I have a team who I, I want to pick in my head. But then, like, your team shifts based on, obviously, who gets taken. And it's such a positionless basketball world. That it almost gives you like too many Endless options. Op- yeah, because if you make the wrong pick, if I if I decide to put, you know, just a random example, if I decide to put KD at the four and I pick a center, and then you know, and I go around and there's now now there's no good two guards left. Now there's no good three guards left. Now there's no good point guards left. 
Now I'm forced into Desmond Bain or someone like that. No, yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is he literally is like third in the league for three point percentage. Like he's actually the perfect pick there. But we we could keep it pushing. All I'm gonna say, you gonna have to you have to go to war in the comments, boy. You gonna have to go to war in the are, comments. Boy. We're gonna put this to a fan vote. We're gonna put this out. I think Twitter is the best for this because you can do polls. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. This will be out on Twitter. Go vote for this. I think Matt's gonna wipe the vote. Well, think so? yeah. to be honest, base. to be honest, when we well, just in general, if, if I think we Matt could vote right now, if I could vote for my team, I'd vote for my team straight up. I would vote for Matt. There was there's two Sixers taken. Here's all I know. A lot of the, a lot of our fans happen to be Sixers fans. There's two Sixers taken. Both are on Matt's team. Middleton <laughs> yeah, is yeah, still yeah. like arguably the best team, just objectively. So I you I, I really worry yeah. about the Middleton. About Middleton getting exploited, Who's man. Who's the worst team? Jake. Jake. I think Kyle. Wow. Why do you think Kyle? Why do you think Kyle? I think Jokic, Luka, Kyrie is such a strong top three. I'm not as high on D-Book and Morant as – I would actually – yeah, Okay, I, 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 like I like that. I like that. I like that. So Kyle, Kyle's team – so everyone who's just listening, Kyle's team – Let's go do it by Kate, position. Kate, for, do it by position. By so position. Morant, Booker, DeRozan, KD, Cat. Right, and then Jake's, Jake's team, Kyrie, Luka, Bane slash Luka, Luka slash Mania, Triple J, Jokic. Come on, I think I got he has game. a better big three. Matt's right. Jake has a better big three. It's just like when I got a better big five. This is what I imagine. Like I literally go like into like what actions would we run as an offense? DeRozan Bain is tough for you. The matchup of DeRozan and Bain is tough. I, for see, you. I think you're underselling him on the defensive end. Like he's going up against a lot of good guys. At Cat the top is of going the to work Nikola Jokic defensively. Well, at Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, that's unfortunate. Anyone? Let's not bring up the Yoko. Yeah, but cat, got, Yoko, but cat got to come to the ocean too. Yoko, but cat got to come to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat got to come to the ocean too. I just imagine, like when I was building this team, if I am running ninety percent of my offense is going to be predicated on the Luca and or Kyrie pick and roll with Jokic, whether Jokic is a trigger man, whether Kyrie or Luca, the guard has the ball. Those other guys are going to be standing and watching. And I got the best standers and watchers out there with Desmond Bain. Standing and watcher. And, and you also have three guys who, when Kyrie and Luca stop bink binking and put it up at some point, three guys who all three are going to crash the yeah, board. Yeah, I got some rebounding. I think that the names, like I said, I expected to be clowned. I'm picking Triple J and Bain. Like the Triple J one was surprised. Like over Jalen Brown. It's a More tough pill to swallow. More than Desmond Bain? Yeah, I think so. Top twenty now. He picked Triple J at thirteen. It's top twenty. Like there's all just players all right, last, last, last little <laughs> argument. <laughs> last little argument before we wrap it up. Who has the best big three? So, so everyone picked their big three on their team. Because I guess I guess you can like it ain't so you me. pick your own big three. <laughs> it ain't me. Who's yours? My big three would be CP3, Tatum, and Giannis. Our first three pick for most people. It's yeah, first three picks. First three. Most people, it's going to be first three picks. I think I have the best first three picks. I would have just picked some name value people who would have pleased the normies. And then so I would Matt, have all the votes. <laughs> so Matt, you're no because Matt, you can make an argument hard. Yeah, Matt, your 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 big three isn't yeah. your first three picks. Yeah, yeah. Hard, your last pick. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Middleton's Steph up Harden. there. So what's your for what's your big three? And beat Steph Harden. That's tough. We all, they're all tough. That's we got tough. the top 15 Kyle, players. Kyle, your big three is. I don't even want to be in this conversation. My big three is not better than you any care, of yours, care. bro. KD, Book, Morant. It's good. It's not KD, the level Book, Morant's that, not, yeah, that your not, guys have. Yeah. I, like I, like, I like Matt's big three. I like Jake's. Yeah, you're, you're top heavy. I just think Jake folds If Desmond Bain hits. It's fun. It, look, your team, instead of if Desmond Bain scores 12 points, you win. Like, to me, <laughs> like, like Desmond Bain gives you that, like, you win because you're, you're going to get That's all. You really it. need role players more than you need other stars, in my opinion, after you get past, like, the big three. Like, I don't want – like, stars are a bad Tatum, thing, Tatum in my opinion. Tatum is just eating it. Tatum is just going just, – just, oh, my oh. – <laughs> A lot of people are getting violated. Like, we're talking about the best players in the playoffs. No, because here's the thing. I don't think anyone has that big of a matchup gap in one-to-one that you do on Desmond Bain on anybody. Well, on we got help coming. Face. We got help coming. We got JJJ in his life all right. sliding over. All right. So one more time for all the listeners at home. We're going to go. I'm going to name everybody's team. I'm just going to go by your picks. Um, Kyle's team, KD, D-Book, John Morant, Cat, and DeMar DeRozan. My team, Giannis, Tatum, CP3, PG, and Bam. Stat Matt's team, Embiid, Steph, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, James Harden, Jake's team, Jokic, Luka, Kyrie, Triple J, Desmond Bain. Everybody out there, we're going to put this on social media. Let us know in the comments who had the best team, whose team you think would go farthest in the playoffs if all of these teams were in the playoffs. All right. So that was, that was a pretty good job. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was, that was, that was a pretty good job. You got to do this more often. We're, um, my GM skills are, are top notch. So, all right. We will, we're going to move on now. Um, as we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, so from NBA to March Madness, it'll be the last week we do it because March Madness tier is officially over. What a, what a March Madness was. But we're going we're gonna to recap the final four. First, we're going to go into that side game, the, the Villanova Kansas game. Um, that was that was a real a tough one to watch, yeah. especially when you're watching it at like a, a little Villanova watch party and like the the energy Which looks goes sick. By the it way, was dude. it was dope. It was dope until we were losing. I was like about to say twelve to four, and it's dead Sorry. silent yeah. or murmurs. And, 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 and you're probably hoping that second half for a little bit. Though. I want to yeah. give I want to give Nova Nation a whole lot of credit. Whenever there was anything to cheer about, a glimmer of hope, you know they they were getting after it, and you know we closed the gap to 
six or eight at one point, and you're very much back in the ball game. Mm-hmm. So, but can't give give credit to Kansas. The pace never got in Villanova's favor. It never once from the start of the game, from Abaji hitting those threes to yeah, start the game, already to David McCormick starting to to have his way inside. We never were able to get the pace in our game. We were chasing Kansas the entire time. And I said, if that happened, we weren't going to beat them. And if we got in our pace, we were. It, it obviously never happened. And credit Kansas. But what I will say is it took them shooting the absolute lights out of the ball to beat us. Like I, I haven't seen a body shoot like that. I haven't seen Kansas shoot yeah. like that. But they, uh, Kyle, Abaji started that's, perfect. No, that's free. the thing. That's how they beat you. But I'm not sure it took that. I'm not sure if that from my point of view, happen, it took that. Kansas wouldn't have still won the game. From but yeah, Abaji starting five for five was ridiculous. It, was, it, it, can't, I don't it know almost it almost nothing you can do about that. that when you're down. What were they down at half? Like 18. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's a sad good. nod right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've known the feel. There's no more somber feeling than being in a crowd of like over a thousand people. All of you want the one thing to happen. And that thing, the opposite of that thing is happening. It is the worst feeling. I was there in Xfinity Live for the first Sixers like Raptors game, and they got crushed. Mm-hmm. The worst feeling being in uh, – I, I'm sorry. For no, that I got a counter. I was being at a road game when your team is getting hammered. Been there too. That's oh. rough because yeah. everyone else is going nuts, there. and oh. you're just – Sad and uh, I was like was, 11 years old in the Eagles jersey getting clowned at Heinz Field in the Steelers. Oh man, no, that, that's really, but I mean, it, it, so yes, it was really somber, you know, it's, it's it's tough to come back from, but when you get in there and you're starting, there's all the pre games oh, go to it, best. and you're and you're in the vibes, you forget that there's a world that exists outside of Villanova. So, in this world right now, there is no chance, no possible way we lose this game. Look, look at this energy right now, there's no way this comes down, and then. When the game starts, you realize, wow. oh, reality. It's There's so a really brutal. good team over there. Like, it, it like, really is unfortunate. And credit to Kansas. Obviously, they were, you know, the best team, the better team. But, like, it really is sad that you just get blown the doors off of in, like, the first, like, five-ish minutes. They're, they're hitting everything. And you feel like you have no chance. And I, I was kind of, as you described, kind of the feeling of the game. Uh, but still a good season for me. You would say still a good season for Nova Nova the final four. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nova did to Kansas in the final four four years ago. It was and it was they had revenge <laughs> written all over, especially yeah. Bill Self. No it's one else also like teams there, but. tough because what it showed is that like because Justin Moore went out, obviously. Yeah, Nova's really not deep at all. Like when they had to throw these other guys in, like it hurt. Yeah, we right. knew they were only playing six, and there were some yeah. question marks. Like maybe it could be good. But there was a hole on the floor at all times at without all, Justin yeah, Moore. At all times. I mean, the starting five was – they were still beating us crazy, but I, I was, I'm was i confident of that starting five right. with Caleb Daniels in. Yeah, when, when you know, Archer and Brian Antoine just don't have a lot of experience. So mm-hmm. being thrown in that kind of environment is tough. But um, let's move on so I can – yeah, I'm, so I can, I can heal um, <laughs> to the UNC-Duke game because – I mean, it's nuts. How awesome was that? Nuts. That was so great. <laughs> that was an incredible, an incredible game. And for UNC to double down and beat Coach K again and not let him get <laughs> <laughs> It was so That's great. the most evil laugh I've ever heard. That is the most evil laugh I have ever heard. Why? Why the evil laugh? The whole self-congratulating retirement tour – Ending the worst way possible. Self-congratulated. Oh my god! You think Coach K is not going to get congratulated? Oh, it's not about me. As I do an interview with my wife 
that on ESPN for the eighth time in the past two months. That's ESPN's where I was. No, but they got to agree to the interview. That's true. What if, like, Roy Williams didn't do any of that? Yeah, yeah, no. He did one thing. He won one thing at UNC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and doing the whole – it was so glorious. Okay, the game. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game then because it was an incredible game. Caleb Caleb Love hits – one of the most you know clutch shots we've seen in recent tournament history, right over Mark Williams. Um, I, mean, I mean, what did you, you guys think? What was your what was your opinion on it? Duke missed their free throws. <laughs> Duke missed their free throws. They missed their three pointers. I mean, I think so. Duke lost this more I than UNC it, won this. UNC earned it just as much, but I think the question marks around Duke of how this team you know wasn't really playing like a great team. They just had a bunch of great guys going into the tournament, and they thought we had that fix, and it came back again. AJ Griffin mm. shot like one for seven. Mark Williams wasn't a dominant force. He was kind of just there. Roach shot terribly. I mean, it, w- it was tough. And on the other side, Caleb Love is shooting lights out. Baycott's fighting hard. So the fact that Duke was, like, still in that game till the very end yeah. was crazy when you go back and look at the stats. But, I mean, I agree with Matt. That was just Duke losing, Coach K losing. And I don't know. Like, he said that this was the most worst way it could have happened. I agree with him. You don't think it was the worst way to end your career for Coach K? I think it would have been better if they lost to the 15th seed. I think the only way it could have been worse than losing to your 40-year rival in the Final Four was if it was in the championship game. Right now, let me uh, before I, I go on on the game. This is something that has racked my mind ever since they lost. There is no way that he stays retired. Thank you. There is yeah. no, no way chance. that he's there's retired. no chance Coach K stays retired. There's. Kyle, he let, has the excuse. He let now me, got a let built me, let, me, let, me paint, let me paint you this picture. I agree. You're, you're, like, the biggest rivalry, retired, the but. biggest rival in sports, your biggest rival in the biggest rivalry in maybe the history of sports. You are 50-50 with them now. Not only you're 50-50, you lost the last two times to make it 50-50. One of them being the last home game and then being in the final four by a new coach who's now two and one on you. There is yeah. no chance. I, I get even, the storyline. Even, even the sound of it. I get the storyline. He's 50-50. Even the sound no, no, of it, no, no. I, I got to come so back. Good. There's no the, way. There's no gonna way. He's going to start like nine and four. And then it's going to be, hey, Coach K is like going to practice, seeing what's going on. John Shire, welcome him in. And it, like, if he and comes the, back and, and just coaches the tournament, then, or no, just, no, no, or no, just no, coaches no, the last game of the season. It'll be like this, like, He's ankling back, and then at some point, oh, he's back for the home Carolina game. Hey, it that's makes gross. a lot that's of sense. Gr- that's gross if, behavior. I understand the narrative around it. If I had the pick right now, if I had the bet, is he going to play or is he going to coach again? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I would say no, but it's it's not likely. But forty it is. year rival, like when you Tom are Brady 50 retired and fifty. When Tom Brady retired. Day one, people were like, he's not going to stay retired. Okay, and, and we that's could my see question. that How, one coming. Coach K, I would be genuinely shocked. But this shocked makes so much sense to me. Of like, you that's did, cool. The narrative he did a retirement tour, and he's just going <laughs> to. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It, it, would it be, don't matter. It makes sense. It don't matter. Hey, it made perfect sense for Duke to win the national championship. It don't matter. Hey, yo, yo. I, I like there's the no way. There's no way. Like, like, and maybe I could be completely wrong. I don't know Coach K from a can of paint. But there's no way he slept soundly. Uh-huh. Slumber. Forget about that. I don't care about that. And that was a week ago. So you think he's going to be able to do that for the rest of his life? Knowing that he need up 50, 50. No, nope, nope, no, nope. uh, especially nope, if, if he come back, if they There's can no like, chance. if they can pitch to prospects, I mean, I guess it's kind of already, it's already done with, but like, Oh, we're going to get, you're going to be on coach K's last ride. He's coming back. Don't tell anyone. Uh Oh, coach K suddenly got an absolutely stacked roster, which you could make the case that he did this year. He's got a pretty, he's got pretty stacked roster. And just on my analysis, why they lost and what it came down to the difference. You can't have Roach and Griffin. We talked about them being the two X factors. Uh, They are a combined three of 18 on the game. Can't happen if you're going to win. Uh, So unfortunate that coach K for right now, had to go out like that. I know Matt is super sad. fortunate. He's you know what sad. my favorite thing about I've never this? heard an evil laugh <laughs> like that before. You know what my before. favorite thing about this is? Duke's going to have to hang a Final Four banner of 2022. So always be in their stadium when their fans look up and they just think, Damn, wow, Damn. Carolina. <laughs> That's what they're going to look at and just think. <laughs> they're going to hang a Because they, they can't not That's hang a banner. Bad, yeah. No, they might not hang it. <laughs> <laughs> they might not hang it. All right, really quick, let's wrap up. The national championship talk. Uh, Kansas overcomes the largest deficit in NCAA tournament history. Um, and at halftime, they were down, what? 15 at halftime, they are down 16. In the whole game, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and they come back and win. Just it, It's funny because at halftime, it's, first of all, a 9-20 start for a national championship is ridiculous. It's terrible. It's just ridiculous. Can we stop? Can we stop all this? I don't I don't care about What the is West. the point? It's the West Coast. And, and oh, but, yeah, it, the world runs on Eastern Standard Time. Sorry about Agreed. it. Yeah, sorry about it. Sorry about it. That's also, ridiculous. like, as much as you're moving it up for the or moving it back for the West Coast, like, you're hurting the East Coast yeah. so much. Yeah, because they so, know you're going to stay up. That's yeah, why so, they so do bottom it. line is, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all but cozy in bed, about to go to sleep. And I think, uh... We just get something to drink. We just you know, get a little nighttime routine. That takes about five minutes in the second half start. I come back and it's a seven point game, and and then all of a sudden, it, like, see, 
Your issue Kansas is has all you momentum. haven't watched enough Doc Rivers games this year. Because I never thought that game was over. <laughs> because the 16-point lead is nothing to me. Yeah, it's sure. just like, uh, you, I was like, I can't just come back. I wouldn't. And then I saw like the biggest ha- like deficit ever. And I was just like, really? You know why That's You like, know why we should have realized that, that that UNC lead may not have been sustainable? Because their best players didn't get them to that lead. Caleb Love in the entire game shot 5 for 24. RJ, RJ Davis goes... Five for seventeen, so their backcourt combines for ten for forty-one from the field, and they're—they're—that's not you know those are Caleb Love right is their best player in the tournament. He would not stretch they, them to that. They lead. ran out of gas. They're playing a tight five-man, barely six. And you come off of look, you come entire. off a crazy, and a lot of people talked about it—the most emotional win probably you know you might ever have in your career. And then you realize, all oh, two days later, I got to play for an even bigger game. Do I have it enough in me to get it done? And it looked like they did, but. Credit Kansas for staying the course, right? And they, you know, everyone everyone woke up in the second half. Yeah, it's what, what really is good. Looking back on the box score, I didn't realize this. They had uh, three guys with double doubles: uh, Baycott, Manic, and Davis. All ended up having double doubles. UNC, UNC, that is UNC won the rebounding battle, fifty-five to thirty-five. I don't know if I've ever seen a basketball game it's where there's shots. <laughs> there's a twenty rebound. Advantage for one team. This is nuts. And that team ends up, yeah, the, the offensive 24 rebounding, 24 of their rebounds. 55 were yeah. offensive, and they end up losing that lead. But again, as you said, it is a star-driven Pilot. tournament, and if your Field guys aren't going. Yeah, you got what rebounds you want. If those if those second shots don't go in either, and I get the defensive rebound, and, you know. Got to say, you can only have 24 offensive rebounds if you miss a lot of shots. Today. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's true. I will say, so you asked the question in the one Final Four game, like, did the team win it or did the team lose it? And this one, I think I can outright say UNC lost. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, you give, you give credit to Kansas. 16, yeah, give credit like, to Kansas. I'm, even last four minutes, UNC up five, taking terrible shots, taking a three with 20 seconds on the shot clock that wasn't even an open in the offense three. Right, Caleb Love trying to do everything himself in the last three minutes, tried to bring the team back. He made one layup, got two blocked, and missed one. Well, he did like, that he against UCLA. That's how they won. So he thinks he thought he could do it again. Yeah, yeah. and he, he went come back in a UCLA game, and then he hit the shot against Duke. So he's thinking, I'm never going to miss a big shot again. And it took it from the same spot on the floor too. Got right to his spot. Right, knew he wanted yeah. to take it. This isn't the NBA. No, this is college. Yeah, take, take good shots, dude. This is college basketball, 16, and it's not all on Caleb Love. He wasn't. Like he wasn't the one that took that three that I'm talking about. I think it was R.J. Davis who took the three that was just stupid in the last four minutes. But I think UNC choked this game. I think they should honestly be the national champion right now. I think. I think Kansas. What I think Kansas proved they were a second half team against Miami. Mm-hmm. They clamped down the second half in the title game. And I just think it's the lack of depth for UNC. I think just think they ran out of gas. Yeah, Kansas. I just was, think their legs were gone, but and that's yeah. why they're missing shots. Kansas, Texas Tech, and. Like maybe Houston may have been the deepest teams coming in the tournament. Kansas is, and always those soft teams are always incredibly deep. He has no problem going eight, nine, and a foul trouble ten deep, even in the tournament. He did it again. But with that win and with Coach K retiring for now, Bill Self joins um, Jay Wright as Go Cats as the only other active men's coaches with um, two national championship wins. So he put himself in some certain spaces with that one. A lot of people said Bill Self was a regular season coach has. What fifteen or something? He was getting a lot Regular of hate season titles. Up yeah, yeah. He was getting a lot of. You got to no show up in his big moment. Tom Izzo. No, people are starting to now. Like now, now, now the now well, the last one a title twenty two years ago. Right, right, right. And, and and here's and here's the thing. Like 
because now that Bill Self was in that scope, people are starting to realize now that he's out of that, people are like, well, who's next in line? I think Tom Izzo mm-hmm. is next in line. And then Jim Beheim right. is probably like right now. Who do we that. make fun of? Exactly. Well, no, now who's under the gun? Who's, now, who's Virginia dude? Tony, now, now, Tony now who can't just get to the tournament? Because Izzo will get to the tournament next year. He will get to the Sweet 16. Michigan State will can stamp that. Yeah. But then people are going to start to say that about Izzo, just like they said that about um about Bill Self. And I think Jim Beheim is next to get that hot seat of like, all right, man, all these wins, all these regular season wins. Why well, got one national title? I need more national titles. But um, we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It's been a great one. Um, but as always, we can get some shots up at the buzzer. Someone got something to say at the buzzer. Yeah, I got a shout out. Uh, got a shout out. Our guy, Jimmy J, rocking. Hey, rocking. I, I appreciate that. Man, bro. that was the coolest thing of all time. That was dope. Dude. It, it, clicking on, first off, you have some awesome uh, photographs of you at the event. Really paints the picture, but we're really proud of you as always, man. Bro, that that love to see it. That that means a lot, man. It was it was a great event. I appreciate everyone at Villanova who who came out, supported, who came to the event. Obviously, Villanova Athletics for hiring me. Um, but yeah, that, that, I mean, I know Kyle may not want to accept the invitation, but if there's ever if there's ever a time, there. you guys you guys gotta come. Um, I didn't know it was gonna be like that. I actually couldn't. Pull back, pull back the curtain a little bit. Sorry, sorry to to everybody at Villanova. Neither did I. <laughs> I walked in, I saw a stage, and I said, "Oh, it's this kind of party." Facetime one of my good friends, Mel, who uh, who works with me, and was like. I didn't know it was this big of an event. She's like, James, we're in the final four. Yeah. And those words, is that's when it hit me. Like, we're actually in the four in the final four. Like, oh, okay. This is a huge event. 4,500 strong. Thanks to everyone. Shout out. Thanks for the shout out, man. Of course. Appreciate it. Anyone got yeah. something to say at the buzzer? Um, real quick, not my at the buzzer, but go check out the YouTube channel. We brought on Matt Valdivinos, as, who's been on the show. You probably remember him yeah. as our official NFL draft expert. Got a lot of great plug. We are... As a show, we're bringing him on, and we're doing a little mini-series. He wants to do a couple videos. I'm not sure exactly how many it's going to be. Many as he wants, man. Could be anywhere between, like, four and, like, 12 before the NFL draft. <laughs> Knowing Matt, he'd be down to do it. But man. we did a quarterback video. I hopped on with him. It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you made it this far in the episode, I'll spoil. He had Malik Willis at five, so you got to go yeah, click on that video. Know. And figure out what happened. But there. but you know you know listen to his reasoning. My guy Kyle had the points to it. It's a kind of it's a kind yeah. of random back a little bit, but a really dope video, smooth video. Love that we're gonna have Matt V on us with us in a, in a bigger role, man. And then my real at the buzzer is the Masters is this weekend. Yeah, shout out. I love golf, so I just want to take does some Tiger wild play? shots on who's gonna win. I, I does Tiger play? Tiger's playing. Tiger's playing. Uh, so who do I think is gonna win? If I had to be a smart man, John Rom, but. I think Colin Morikawa has a great shot that people aren't looking at, and I think sleeper Will Zalatoris is in a really good spot to win the Masters. Not and and I mean he's like supposed to, he's like the fortieth best odds, so this isn't like he's going to win. This is like it. when Matt talks, hey soccer. Let hey, me soccer. kick you some game. Go ahead, man. You know who's going to win that tournament? Tiger Woods. LT great, bro. Fifty to one. Not That's a it. horrible odd. <laughs> Those odds are so bad. It's because it's him. He should L- be 100 or 200. LT Gray. LT Gray. Like, I don't even – like, I would – I, I think it's like one in five that he makes the cut. I, oh, so you are – I mean, I was watching from a – Apparently, horrible. apparently the expert betters. Apparently, the expert betters are telling you to take that bet that he will make the cut. Like, it, it rarely, yeah, rarely, just, rarely does yeah. Tiger. Tiger at the Masters, I would, I'd find. Come on, we're talking about really Tiger, cut. Matt. Come I'm on. Oh, I'll be Don't real sound quick. like it. Oh, Back on a ticket. All right, Matt, what's your at the buzzer? Um, so in the national title game, Armando Baycott tragically rolled his ankle near the end of the game. Good sportsmanship for Kansas for not taking advantage. Eh, like, questionable timing. Eh, like eh, not with the game, but go ahead. Yeah, but there's a clip on Twitter 
that we'll put in the background of this video okay. of when Baycott twisted his ankle, the floor yeah. collapses mm. a little bit. Yeah. And right when it collapses, his leg is his ankle right, buckles, right essentially. Well, the guy, like the floor management person came out and said, oh, that's supposed to happen. You're lying. It's like, oh, we did an internal investigation of of our things, and we found that we did nothing wrong. That's like the same yeah. energy. Um, and I can't stress this enough. This is the national championship game, and these players are not getting paid. Yeah, this could this could have ruined his NBA career chances if it was like a horrible injury. He's looking like he might be like a fringe first rounder right mm. now. He and just because you want to pack the stadium where you're doing this court that's not fit for basketball. When I played rec basketball leagues in high school on a high school court that was stable. Yeah, like, this is the <laughs> yeah. I don't need seven, you don't need yeah. seventy thousand. You yeah. can get it done with, with fifty thousand. Yeah. And there's a basketball floor. stadium that the Hornets play in. Two seconds away, they're right next to each other. Seventy thousand though. Be the most the packed Pelicans. that stadium's ever the been. Yeah. Not the Hornets. No, that one too. Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> that one too. Yeah, that one too. Um, but no, you, you just don't want to see it. And also, like you talked about a little bit, these guys are playing for something beyond this, and you want to take their, you know, you're sacrificing their professional careers. And like you always talk about it, you know, player safety first, player safety first, and you got Sometimes you got to question: Is it truly about player safety first, or are you willing to? Compromise it in ways you don't think it'll come back to bite you. Because Armando Baycott's not the only person who experienced the floor moving. It happened when the nation was watching. But there are we we probably can look at some twisted ankles and you know some some slips and some sure, falls the players throughout sometimes. all of these. You know, there's a lot of tournament games getting played. Just we didn't see all these minor moments. Sometimes someone else may have experienced this too. So you know, let's 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 just make sure you get it right. Um, but my at the, my at the buzzer right now um, is I hate when I blank. Am I at the buzzer, yo? I just I just had it in my. I'm head. not editing it out, so you're gonna have to. <laughs> no, I'm but thanks for getting it to me. No, I had I had the cheesesteak thing one. I'm gonna remember it as soon as we get off of this podcast. But that shows you how many places my mind is. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a great one. Shout out to everyone for, uh, up on Game Network. Shout out to everyone who's been rocking with us and to listen to this episode. And shout out to my guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, and Stat Matt Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.